Welcome to Travel First with Alex First. After breakfast at the Hotel Husafel, H-U-S-A-F-E-L-L, we drove for about 15 minutes to within a few hundred metres of a lava cave known as The Cave, a family-owned and operated business in Western Iceland. It's managed by a true adventurer and adventure guide in Hora Mio, who's the oldest child in the family. The cave only opened in May 2017. Mio and a tight-knit team, including two carpenters, prepared it for visitors in a remarkably quick 13 or 14 weeks. I'm talking about establishing the wooden platforms, steps and boards, the plumbing and the electricity. Quite a remarkable feat. I tell you, the cave is quite the experience. We had the best guide I think I've ever had. His name is Eagle. I'm sure I've mispronounced that. E-G-I-L-L. He's a geologist with a brilliant sense of humour and an ability to readily reach out to people. In fact, most of those that Mio engages as guides are geologists with a common touch. In any event, Eagle led us into the cave where the temperature is zero degrees Celsius and where he made several stops and talked to us throughout our hour and a half adventure. The cave is 1.6 kilometres long, although we covered only 600 metres. The rest is for scientists to continue exploring. The cave boasts a series of small stalactites, and Eagle gave us a history of how the cave was formed from a single eruption around the year 900 AD, an eruption that would likely have lasted for a year. Apparently at least one person lived in the cave subsequent to its formation because they later discovered cattle bones and a pearl necklace at the site. Eagle also told us a series of delightful stories about Iceland, such as the fact that they regulate names in the country to ensure they retain an Icelandic flavour. There are apparently only about 2,000 male names and the same number of female names, and therefore middle names can help distinguish one Icelander from another. Incidentally, because only 350,000 people live in Iceland, when men and women are courting, they use an app to check that the person they're interested in is not too close a relative. Eagle also regaled us with the fact that Iceland celebrates Christmas in a decidedly different way to most other nations. Christmas here is a mixture of religious practice and traditional folklore. It starts on the 23rd of December and ends on the 6th of January. Unlike most countries that have a single Father Christmas character, Icelandic children are visited by 13 Yule lads. That's Y-U-L-E. From a relatively young age, Icelandic children are told the story of Grilja, the ogress living in the Icelandic mountains. She's a dreadful character, described as part troll and part animal, and the mother of 13 precocious boys, the Yule lads. Grilja lives with her third husband, her 13 children and a black cat. Every Christmas, Grilja and her sons come down from the mountains, Grilja in search of naughty children to boil in her cauldron, and the boys in search of mischief. She can only capture children who misbehave, but those who repent must be released. 
Old Icelandic folklore states that every Icelander must receive a new piece of clothing for Christmas or they'll find themselves in mortal danger. An enormous black cat prowls Iceland on Christmas Eve and eats anyone who doesn't follow this simple rule. This obnoxious feline is known as the Christmas cat. What a remarkable tour this was. It's called the Cave Explorer Tour and costs 6,500 Icelandic kroner per person. That's about 80 Australian dollars. To find out more and to book, go to thecave.is. Thecave.is. This is Travel First with Alex First. Having subsequently returned to the Hotel Husafell, just before three in the afternoon, we walked a couple of hundred metres to the starting point for another remarkable tour. This time, it was travelled by a monster truck, which has eight wheels and seats about 40 people, to a glacier 25 kilometres away. The glacier was formed 7,500 years ago, but only opened as a tourist destination in June 2015. That was after four years of planning and 14 months of work digging out the portion that's accessible to the public via a series of ice tunnels. Our delightfully amusing guide, Rainer, who has a wicked sense of humour, led us through the glacier where the temperature is zero degrees Celsius, and told us tales about it as we stopped at various points. Most notable were the old and new chapel, and at the low point of the tunnel, water accumulated and they've created a pond. The glacier is actually a giant water reserve for southwest Iceland and a major source of energy. Rainer made a point of mentioning that it's ironic that a place where there's no life and virtually no bacteria provides such a life-affirming force. After an hour inside the glacier, having covered a little more than 500 metres in distance, we emerged outside and were driven back to our starting point. It was a fascinating and insightful tour, priced from 19,500 Icelandic kroner per person. That's about 230 Australian dollars. Go to insidetheglacier.is, insidetheglacier.is to get further information about this and other tours they operate. Dinner that night was at the mighty restaurant at the Hotel Husafell. H-U-S-A-F-E-L-L. -L. My wife ate the most tender beef tenderloin and lobster with pearl onion, Jerusalem artichokes, pureed, pickled and deep fried, potato and Madeira sauce. I had melt-in-your-mouth lobster with fresh vegetables. Just sensational. And we both indulged in the warm chocolate lava cake with caramel, raspberries and raspberry ice cream. Mind you, I had two helpings. It was great, great, great. I tell you, the food is just so delicious. This place deserves Michelin stars for its cuisine. You can get more information about the Hotel Husafell at Hotel Husafell, H-U-S-A-F-E-L-L.com, Hotel Husafell.com. Also, a great deal more information about Iceland is on the website inspiredbyiceland.com. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.